0: Courmill,
1: or meal, or or meal, she embarrassed me, man I like that. I think she's out of my league.
2: And welcome to another episode here of Any Given Fun Day. Except this one's a little bit different because there is no Ray Oster out, there's no Kobe Brickner. It's a, uh, it's a wide range of fellas here tonight. And we are at the bunker, the presenting sponsor of Any Given Fun Day. And I am here to start the show with the one and only, two buttons deep, Captain Jack. What's going on, brother?
0: It's a freaking honor. Oh my
2: god! Thank you. Thank.
0: You. Quiet down, hey, everybody. Hey, 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 Quiet hey, down. Come on. Come on. Come on. Thank you, everybody. I mean, you could have kept it going a little. All right, longer, one more. But one more.
2: Come on. Come on. All right. No. Thank you. Come on. Thank if, you. If you. If you really wanted to be like that. Hell
0: yeah. All right. Now my head is filled. <laughs> What's perfect, going perfect. on, Joe? That my first is, time on the program. Thanks oh, for having go. me. Let's
2: go. No. Thank you, Jack. Thank you. But um, we're here at the bunker, right? And mm-hmm. I think I feel like we have to do the due diligence first of before we say anything about anything that's going on here, you know, on Saturday, say, right. How great is this place? it, It is just, it is the premier facility to hang out, drink beers and be with your friends.
0: Yeah. It's the coolest spot. And even if you don't golf, they've built this whole world here that you can come drink, feel like you're living like a King. They got cool couches. Everything is designed super nice. They got nice porches and when I was growing up, I worked at the Hannaford in this plaza right down the road. No way. And I almost got fired because they, they uh, accused me of sneaking off to McDonald's when I was retrieving carts, which I promise isn't true. But if the bunker was here when I was working at Hannaford, you bet your ass I would have been here sipping some beers, having a good time and definitely getting in trouble
2: absolutely and the bunker a couple locations we're right now we're hanging out the Clifton Park bunker and you know I just I love to take moments and just kind of like absorb them in this is fucking awesome yeah like look at Brian like that, look that, at is, just, that is something else
0: yeah we got a jockey running around a here jockey
2: running around we got Danny B coming in straight from and my Seattle. favorite part
0: as you see here behind us yeah, they got this. a bucket button we, we press the button and they they and roll get up buckets. with a bucket. Yeah, look,
2: and then and then the great staff here comes and gives us beers. I and, mean,
0: and we are non-ironically two buttons deep right now. This is our second. Oh, Miller. Look at this. You can't be a Miller Spiller. Thank you, Danny. Cheers. Cheers to you. And yeah, the reason I love the bunker is because it's a true upstate upstart. They're, they just started a couple of years ago in Gilderland. Now they're in Clifton Park, and they've got three or four new places popping up. So they're going to be everywhere, and. They are going to downtown Saratoga, which is why we got this idea to throw this party for the Kentucky Derby because there's not that many options to watch the Kentucky Derby. You can go to Prime, but that's like hundreds of bucks and really bougie. So we just wanted to find the perfect place for people to watch it. And this is it. This, oh, this is it. So so it's coming is up Saturday, it. May 7th, 4 to 8.
2: Oh, and we're going to get into I need to hear more details on that. Give me one sec. Come on, Billy Floyd's here. Billy he'll Floyd, have, yes. on the show at some locked point. Locked in. Hey, come on, locked in. Locked in. Come on. Give, give us a little I'm something. ready for
3: my interview coming up but
0: first we got to lock in with Captain Jack right
2: <laughs> of course yeah, and John over there spinning the ones and
0: twos like no other you got all hands have you ever had this many hands no, on deck for a podcast is, this is
2: crazy i love it oh my god i'm flattered Yeah. but you talk about the you talk about the big party yep. it's coming up saturday 4 to 8 god forbid i shot it about 18 times so i should know exactly what the what everything is by yes. now but um what is What's the biggest thing? What, what are we? What's going to be the big thing that we take away from this?
0: Well, hopefully the big thing is I think somebody is going to take down Brian's record of going all buttons deep. At every two buttons deep party, he's giving me a look because he knows it's true. At every two buttons deep party, we do our signature all buttons deep competition where you have to consume a beverage and in one hand, you consume in one hand and go all buttons deep with your Hawaiian shirt in the other. Brian set a very... Remarkably impressive record last summer at the actual track of ten point nine one seconds. You discussing is that it ish there give or take, but that was like a minute faster because usually we're we're very drunk at these events and uh, that's that's the whole concept of going all buttons deep. But Brian really set the record high, so I'm looking for someone to come out. Uh, But apart from that, I know you like to bet. A lot of people like to bet. Betting is legal. I don't know if what we're doing is legal, but we ask for forgiveness, not permission. Of course, and for that. Every person who comes to the party will get a ticket. Not only will that ticket get them a free Miller Lite, but they will place that ticket in one of the horses who is racing. You get to pick your horse. And if that horse wins, you will be entered for a chance to win free Miller Lite for a year. So your odds are good. There's probably going to be 50 to 100 people. So you really got a good chance of walking home with a year's supply of our favorite light beer.
2: Really is. I mean... Yeah. Can't beat superior, it. Superior, superior, absolutely. Um,
0: Only ninety six cows. Look at that! Wow. Thank you, Danny. I couldn't. I couldn't. You got have, a future wow. on the Price Is Right. Look at that thing. Love it. But I'm
2: very excited for it. Uh, I think it's going to be a good time. And, and dude, like I, I've been waiting to party with you guys. Like seriously, mm-hmm. like you know, it's you know business in the front party. In the, like I want. Business in the back, party in the back, like everything. <laughs> All party. It's going to be everything. Yeah, 100% yeah.
0: party. Well, that's what we're doing. So we hope you guys come out. Go to our link in uh, given funday bio, two buttons deep bio, or just show up. Maybe it yeah. will be enough buttons deep where we just let you in. So Clifton wow. Park, May 7th. Wow. Don't hold me to my word. Wow. And uh, we'll see you there. Hundred percent. Well, Jack. The first I heard, we got a jockey in the building. So really, I'm going to pass it off to him. Yeah, I
2: heard there was somebody around here.
0: Yeah, he literally quit jockeying. He's the hottest. He's America's (laughs) hottest jockey in the world, and (laughs) he literally quit jockeying just to come to this party because he wanted the Miller like that bad. So introducing Jockey Brian. Wow. Headphones on.
4: It's like. Putting a crown on a crown's head.
2: Here he comes. Thanks, King. The King. No, Thanks, no. Captain. Yeah, that's Captain. You, you got to be King right now. Thank you. But Things uh,
4: like Brian. What's up, brother?
2: There's so I feel like there's like a gajillion places we could really start with this conversation, but I think it's it's only fair right now to revisit the first time that you were in studio with AGF and me and Ray down in the basement,
4: and right. how sweaty and ugly that got when you gave me food poisoning off a Dairy <laughs> Queen hot dog it was like a beef hot dog that's been sitting for 2 hours let me give context to this All
2: come right. on come right.
4: on go ahead so
2: brian like you know we were we were working together kind of like you know we were trying to integrate each other into whatever we were doing right and so i was like okay uh we're going to we're going to have brian over and your big thing was uh food testing, yeah, that was your thing. That was your thing during the time. Your your food reviews, you were just you were a a variety show on the go, right? That was your thing. So I was like, you know what, Ray? I am gonna I'm gonna try to accommodate to Brian. So we're gonna bring him in and then we're gonna we're gonna talk with him, we're gonna talk a little sports, but then at the end of it, we're gonna give him this hot dog and we're gonna see what he rates it. (laughs) Little did I fucking know that this this hot dog here was it it sat out for about three hours before Brian actually came. (laughs) Showed up not looking too hot. I won't get into the details of it, but showed up not looking too great. And, uh, Bri, how, seriously, now that it's been a couple years, right, that that hot dog has been through the body, out of the body. It's probably, you know, it's probably somewhere else now that we don't have to get into, but
4: (laughs) how was that hot dog? I... I can't remember off the top top of my head, but I think I gave it a, a a two three. I think it got a two three. Um, pretty low. Dairy Queen hot dogs, not it. Let me let me tell you this. I've seen I've seen some disrespectful
2: things in my life
4: Hang on, nah, hang on, hang on no, you hang on No, 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 I'm gonna cut you off real quick The most disrespectful thing I've ever seen in my life Was the picture that you posted of me To promo the hot dog Dude, I looked like a ghost I looked like I was pure white I had no vitamin D And I have a three hour old hot dog in my hand And I'm like, shell shocked It was the worst picture I've ever seen wouldn't in my life It wouldn't be
2: the first time and it won't be the last Oh my god I've seen a lot of disrespectful things in my life, and I love you to death. First of all, let me say that. Mm -hmm. But when you took a bite of that hot dog and then proceeded to yak it out on my floor,
4: I was like, you fucking asshole. It was, I I didn't yak, I spit it out. Yeah, you spit it out. Yeah, dude, you can't put that down. (laughs) You can't put that down. It, It wasn't good. It was not good. I took one bite, and that was it. Um, I've had a lot of you know strange uh, concoctions in my life. Uh, that was one of them, a Dairy Queen hot dog.
2: It was. It was. It was good. I
4: think it was off the menu, and he might have hacked a woogie in it or something.
2: <laughs> hey, anything goes, right? Anyways. It's any given. <laughs> any but, given. Uh, all right, Bri. So I've I've had this thing that's been in the back of my head. There's just this thought, right, of we need to get you ready for, for Saratoga season, right? Like, we got to... Yeah.
4: Listen, I've been warming up since since the end of last Oh, no, I'm
2: not talking about that. I'm talking about this. You got this on. You know what that means? We got to get you. Jonah mentioned it before. You ever seen the, the guys with the red flags, the matadors? No. Or like, uh, maybe we get you on a bolt, right? There's got to be a mechanical bolt somewhere in Saratoga.
4: Oh, oh, the Nashville of Saratoga has one. We got to
2: get you on I've that eyeing, thing.
4: I've been eyeing that.
2: We got to get you on that thing. You got you to gotta be suited up, though. Right, you can't you can't show up in a hoodie and in, 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 you know sweats. It's got to be this, and we want. I, I got to see for a few costume. times how long. Well, I mean, it's more character than, than showing up in a in a
4: hoodie. I Maybe a pair of cow a cowboy. boots. yeah. I mean, if you want to dress up that. as yeah. a cowboy,
2: is, is that that's how I'm going to do it. Is that going to be something that? And you And I want to
4: sing karaoke because my go to karaoke sign is her karaoke song is uh, "Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy" by Big and Rich, and I'm not even a big country <laughs> fan. That's my go to song. Okay. That's it. That's it. All right. Kill, kill it every time.
2: Fair enough, dude. Yep. That's that's okay. All right. So so we have, that's the plan, right? So we're gonna go. We're all gonna Sing hit Nashville. Sing karaoke, ride a bull, go a couple buttons deep, right? Of course, just because, yep. just cause if we're already there, we might as well. I might go naked. I, I mean, that would kind of I, I that would put you out of character, but true. I mean, I could see you just. I, mean, I might be naked by the end of the night. How about a diaper and a pair of cowboy boots with the, with the spurs on them though? Yikes! Perfect. But Brad, last thing I want to I want to talk about here is uh, I mean you're still you're still quite the better yourself, right? I know you
4: dabble. This is a sad topic. <laughs> I've I've been sober of betting for about a week. Not that I'm throwing down like big bets, but um, I started off winning in the beginning. I won eighteen hundred. Yeah. When's this? And, like beginning of betting. Okay. All right. And now I've lost about. Seven hundred of it. So I'm only up like eleven 1, hundred. I eleven mean, hundred. Which dude, is nice, I know, but like I'm 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 sick about it because I want to lose it. I want it and now I'm losing it again. All right, got dude. Bullshit. I got you. I'm taking a break. Okay. I'm taking a break.
2: Do you, you don't want to go down that path then?
4: No, but my next bet will be on the Kentucky Derby. I will throw a hundred dollars <laughs> of my paycheck down. Okay. Yeah. All
2: right, Brian. Well, thank you very much. And hey, uh thank that you, was, that was very interesting. It's a, it's time to bring in uh the man himself, Mr. Locked In. Mr. Locked, locked In. Locked in. Locked. 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 This In. This guy's been ready for this. You inspired
3: my fit, bro, with the perp. Got gotcha, you, brother.
2: Thank you, bro. What's up, Bill?
3: Bro.
2: Here. Go. You got it?
3: Yeah,
2: I'm locked. This is my debut nah, welcome, on any bro. given fun day. Thanks welcome, for having bro. me, brother. Yeah, bro. All right, Bill. First thing I wanted to talk about, right? Right off the rip. I watched you put. I've heard a lot of people Over a lot of years now, you know, some through the grapevine, some face to face, third person, whatever it is, talk about you playing basketball.
3: They talking smack?
2: No. No. Positive vibes. They said you were a great hooper. And I said I said, Hell, I said, Billy's probably a good hooper. But I mean like, you know, how good can a can a can do you know, like I didn't know how good you really were. So I said, All right, you know what, I'm pulling up to these to these what was Thursday night or Wednesday nights? Wednesday nights, Wednesday nights at Lysha Kill. Wednesday Classic nights at Lysha Kill. Perfect pickup, right? Just playing with the boys, like just rent out the gym, have fun for a couple hours. You finally showed up because we were on like mismatching times, right? Like I would show up once, you weren't there, then, you know, vice versa. And we our paths finally crossed. And by God, Billy, you were a bucket. You were disgusting. I have never seen a dirtier dog on the court. Than Billy Floyd, I never have.
1: <laughs>
2: Yo, I would. No, no, no. You guys don't even get it. Like, I thought he was gonna be like good. Like, okay, there's like the varsity players or whatever. Like, Billy did not miss, and to the point where like guys who were playing Division two, one, three, whatever it is, basketball players like Billy is pissing on them, and it was just it was the most mind boggling thing. And I listen, you can sit there in silence. I will. I will hype you. I will be your hype guy. I you need were that, disgusting. bro. I
3: love that. I appreciate you it. You
2: were disgusting. Like, I, at one point, I look at Kobe, and Kobe was sitting next to me, and he goes, he's like, Billy's fucking shitting on everybody. I'm like, dude, I'm going home. And I left. I'm like, I have no place here. I'm just an average shooter, and I thought I was a good shooter. You put me to shame. You embarrassed me in my, in my own hometown, in my home court.
3: You know what? Joey, first off, I want to take the time to express my gratitude, bro. Thank you so much time. Thank you so much for your kind words. It really means the world to me that you were there. You recognized what was in front of you. You got to be a part of it. We were having a blast. And with, with being a scorer, with being a bucket, you know, I love the detail you went into, but it's all mentality. Like, if you ask me, like, how you doing in life, I'll just say, come watch me play basketball, and I'll show you. Because... <laughs> When I'm on the court, it's like I'm in real life. Endless opportunities for shots. Shot after shot after shot after shot. No matter
2: what. That's, that's exactly how we're going to be uh, here at the bunker on Saturday for 48. Shot got, after shot. Uh, take sorry.
3: the shot. If you want to take the shot, take the shot. But you know what it is? It's like my job is to shoot. Everyone's job is to shoot because if you shoot, the more times you shoot, the more makes you're gonna have in life, the more wins you're gonna have, the more championships you win, and boom, you're a Hall of Fame individual. Same thing on the court, same thing in real life. No matter what, it doesn't matter if you have 18 takes, who cares? One of them's gonna click, but if you weren't shooting in general, you never would have had that one hit. You never would have had that hit that took you to the next shot, to the next shot, to the next win. So you know what? It's just knowing I'm going to take the shot. I feel confident, and it always goes in.
2: Now, now, Bill, there's right. So I'm going to play my Doris Burke role, right? Like post game, right? First, they say, oh, they congratulate you on your performance, which is what I already did. Now, as a good as a good uh, post game reporter, right? My next thing would be, Billy, how'd you do it? How'd you do it? What was it that made you play the way you did? It, does anything, you know, maybe on your sweatshirt or anything, does that have to do with it? Or
3: I, I'm locked in on the moment. You know, if I'm playing basketball and I'm thinking about what I have to do in the future or what mistake I made an hour before I came to the court or a couple of weeks before I came to the court, how am I ever going to lock in and score if I'm thinking about something else? It doesn't matter if you're on the court, it doesn't matter if you're on this podcast, it doesn't matter if you're at the gym, that's where you're at, so you stay in the moment, there's nowhere else to be, you maximize all of it. You don't miss one detail, you don't miss one pleasure, one ounce of pain, if you miss any of that, you're screwed. You just missed out on something really special, and now your process is just going to take that much longer because you didn't lock in. So when I'm on the court, there's no BS. There's no excitement for anything else. It's like I don't even see competition. I see myself running around, get the ball, and shoot it when I'm open. If I'm not open, I'll find someone else who's open. It's not about me. It's about how we can win. I know my role. doesn't matter if I make or miss. I'm going to shoot it every single time. Because I feel like it's always going to go in. Because I don't think about, man, Like, what if it doesn't go this way? What if it goes the way I don't want it to go? If you think that for any shot you take, you're fucked. It doesn't even matter. Even if you somehow make it, you didn't even feel anything of it because you thought it was lucky. You thought it was nonsense. If you focus and you shoot it knowing, it's a guarantee, and then you make it, you just feel that more badass, and that's how you elevate that's would say you drop like 40, 50, 60, 70, Wilt Chamberlain Hundo. You know.
2: That's it. Drop the mic. We're going next. I don't want to Billy break Billy Floyd. Microphone. Billy Floyd. Dude, the energy that you bring is like no other, bro. I don't even want we could we could continue this conversation on for hours.
3: That would be sick. Hey, why don't you invite me on? You can come on. <laughs> really? Yeah. All right, hit me up with a time and a place, and we'll do a full interview.
2: You want to come on, to come on uh, the radio, or you want to come on the pod? What do you, you think is a cooler both? option? Radio? I mean, either. Uh, they're both pretty cool. I don't know. Does
3: the radio won't get recorded? Can you swear
2: on the radio? No, you can't swear on the radio. No.
3: All right, let me let me come on the podcast. All right. And before I leave, can I share my favorite Any Given day moment in the history of your program? I mean, if you want to. The funniest thing I ever saw was the Ray Osterhout video with the microphone, and he knocks it over, and the audio goes, it was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. And then his face and his body just get all discombobulated, and the whole mic just flops all over him. It was so quick. It was so witty. And I probably watched it on loop, honestly, like 30 times in a row, by myself, just laughing my ass off. That was the greatest thing I saw on your account.
2: The spirit of race stupidity is in this room right now. It's here. It's like it's not here, but it's here. He's a one of one, bro. He is a one of one. He's
3: different. I give, him me- different. give him a
2: message from you, something you know, maybe to uplift him during his uh,
3: his third string of the Yid. All right, Ray. Here's what I can tell you: every setback is a setup for a comeback. I got corona a couple of times, and immediately it corona was like, lighter corona premiere. That stupid virus, <laughs> whatever the hell it is, corona, covid. I got it a couple of times, and every time I was like, you know what? This is happening for me. It's allowing me to relax. It's allowing me to reset. I can watch a movie that will inspire me. I can read a book, listen to a great podcast. I can really focus. And then when I'm healthy and back at it, I'm hitting the gym even harder. I'm hitting the weights even harder, playing basketball, eating well, working harder, connecting with people more because I got it taken away from me. And I don't know when it can get taken away from me again. So why am I not going to be grateful for getting back out there and now doing it At an even higher clip. So, Ray, when you're back, get off your ass, go to the gym, drink some water, eat healthy, quit your bullshit excuses, look people in the eye. If you see people that inspire you, go shake their hand, tell them what you're about, gas them up, just like Joey Haas gassed me up to start this program, which was the greatest gas up I've probably ever got, not from a lady, not from a lady. I want to be very clear on that. So, Ray, ditch your excuses. Every setback is set up for a comeback. Get off your ass. Let's go. We're Billy going Floyd. crazy Billy 2022. Floyd. come on.
2: Come on. Come on. Who's next? That was beautiful. Danny Ball.
3: Danny Ball? Bucket, bucket. Oh, my goodness. He's back. Thank you, oh, Bucket me. Boy. Thank
1: you. You're welcome.
3: That was beautiful.
1: Wow. Wow, that was quick, too. I didn't even realize I could. Oh, my Ooh, God. Here we go. I got to get used to you headphone the life.
2: Bucket. Danny B. Baby,
1: good to what be up, here. What up, brother? How are we? Let's do it. All right.
2: So the one thing, all yes. right, like I could, I we could go down so many different avenues here. We could. But the one thing that's been on my mind, right, Hit me. is you were, you had the big enough balls, right? The cojones to say, name. I'm getting out of here and I'm sending it. I'm taking a full send. I'm going, I'm getting out of here. Dude, I it is it is so impressive. It is something that like I'm sure at at all points, maybe some all of us here wanted to do, right? And you had the balls to go out and do it. What's it like out there? And let's start, let's start with this actually. What what was it that made you want to say, all right, I'm gonna make this move and how'd you get the fuel to actually do it?
1: What made me want to do the move, make the move, was I was born there. So I had some family. Right. So it wasn't as big of a jump as oh, maybe no, LA a, that's was. That's a jump, bro. That's a jump. But- but I think the biggest thing was knowing and having the support around me that no matter where I was, I was going to be able to be supported and feel supported in what I wanted to do. So I think I always had a piece of my heart in Seattle. I was born there. Spent the first four and a half, five years of my so, life. So uh, you were still located, so low-key. Yeah. So I was a little kid. You never really got
2: to experience. It. Right,
1: I wasn't in bars. You know, wasn't wasn't bopping around doing anything. But we'd go back in summers. Always felt like I had a piece of my heart on the West Coast. Um, and, and yeah, like I said, I had some friends, Billy Floyd was just on the podcast, came back from the West coast. And even though we had projects together and things we were working on, he always told me to follow my heart. He always is telling that to everybody. Um, and I think I always knew deep down that I wanted to be on the West coast, tried out LA, liked it for a little while, ended up knowing that I kind of had to change things up. And on top of that, I had a buddy to do it with. I had Jack Dollard, cousin, best friend, now roommate. Um, and that makes it that much easier. Being that's able so to sick. being able to just have somebody, being able to drive across the country. And then, you know, Jack and I saying is plant corn, get corn. Our fathers did the same exact drive 30 years before us. And so it made oh, it that much crazy. easier too. That's crazy. Exactly. So I, I think we, we were you know, following in footsteps, doing what we were destined to do. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, Without the support of the people here, without having done the back nines, the WOTNs, um, and you know meeting Jack, going all buttons deep, meeting Jonah, getting to work on Around Albany, meeting the Fun Day guys, and just being in a space where people wanted to support each other, wanted to say, what you're doing is cool, um, it motivated me to want to go out there. And I would say I used those connections even to this day to stay inspired, stay connected, um, so that when I do pop back up in Albany and decide to surprise Back Nine Bry, that I can, you know, explore with around Albany. I can show up and hop on the Fun Day podcast. I can, you know... Uh, yeah, just be able just to do everything. Yeah. Bro. Just it's, be able to sick. check back in without it feeling right. like, oh my God, it's a reunion. because right. Danny's back in town because right. trying to stay, stay connected through social media, which is I'm more of a DMs guy than a text message guy. Right. And, right. Um, yeah, just trying to do it that way and really like keep it as an open door rather than like, I'm going to the West coast and that's the end of a, end of a chapter relationship. Um, yeah, no, a hundred percent. Yeah. That's it's, it's, it's really cool. It's what different. my question is, yeah. and I'm taking over the hosting role now that I'm on a podcast, I guess, please, what is your perception of Seattle and how can I then either, ooh, either ooh. run with it or how can I maybe push back on some of the? Cause I know rain's going to come up.
2: <clears throat> yeah. I mean, that would probably be the first thing is, is, is rain. Um, dude, when I think of Seattle, I, I, I compare it a lot to, I haven't been, uh, you know, too, too many places, but I've been to like, uh, like Indianapolis, right okay so and I I really like I I really like it there copy and uh it's like a smaller market right bingo a small market but I feel like and and, you know dude I just I I relate everything to sports right so I'm going to relate this to sports but I feel like it's a tight-knit kind of community um, that would you know they get behind whatever's whatever is put in front of them and that could be political sports um, whatever, whatever the, the case may be. Right. I just feel like it's a t- It's a kind of place that like, everybody's like, Hey, fuck it. We're in Seattle. Like, let's all like kind of get and get behind each other. It's not this, you know, not everybody's doing their own thing. Right. Like maybe it's just, uh, you know, everybody's kind of like helping and supporting each other. And obviously like, you know, you don't walk out on the street and they're like, Hey, you want me to tie your left shoe for you, kid?
1: But it's like,
2: you know, go Seahawks, you, you know,
1: God damn. Why would we lose Russell Wilson? You know, it definitely, yeah, yeah. the town is what it's referred to as sometimes a town. I, I can get that vibe. Though. It's it's spot on. It's a smaller market, but honestly on my checklist of West coast cities was I needed major sports teams. Yeah. I hope to God, all the rumors about the Sonics coming back in three to five years are true. Cause I yeah, would love to yeah. add that to our resume but yeah I, that's it's, it's honestly spot on really? I, so the, cool. I mean the rain is true uh, The but it's also it's one of those things that it makes you appreciate good weather more is what I've really realized so about do, you, it. do you
2: get a tan or
1: not yet uh you think you'll get a tan? Uh, I think I'll get a tan this summer. I'm more of an Irishman, so I get burnt to a crisp. Mm, just kind of go, okay. you know, no, pasty to lobstery, but um, it's 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 awesome. It's it's worth coming to check out. I hear the G-Men are going to be out in Seattle this year. Nice. Um, schedule's May 12th, I believe, so yeah. we'll see. Start planning up coming something. Up. Yeah, here we go. Start getting back Nine Bride. Maybe get the fun day guys out I'll there, whatever it cool. is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a tight-knit community. It's still, you know, it's still a big city, but it's, like you said, a smaller market for a big city. And uh yeah, it's been great, man. Excited to continue kind of settling in out there is is what we've kind of called it. We're moved in, we've got our spot, but now it's like really about settling in yeah, and kind of making new connections. It's dope. And so last question that, I,
2: that, that just came up and, you know, is how is it for you, right? Being a, being a guy that um kind of made the move, like, what would you tell other people, mm. right? That are like, Maybe on the bridge of making the move. What was like the deciding, like you said, a deciding factor may have been like maybe, you know, having family and support, but like if I'm sitting here or if whoever's listening to the podcast, listening here, and they're like, ah, shit, I've been thinking of, you know, sending it somewhere, wherever it may be. Right. What is your, what is your advice? Like, do it, don't do it, do it for her reason?
1: Uh, I would, say, I would say do your homework would be the first part, right? Do your homework. If you can, go out there and look around. I got lucky enough to have a family reunion, and then I stayed a week after to kind of just feel it out myself. So if you can, and a, a TikTok I heard the other day was sometimes you just got to put headphones in and go get a coffee and pretend you're in a movie. And that main character energy is something that Billy Floyd talks about a lot of the time. And it's important. It really is. I don't think that enough people kind of just sit with their own thoughts by themselves out in out in the world. You know, it's easy to do in your bedroom, but walking around a city and just kind of forming your own opinion on it, saying, you know, and, and just being okay with, you know what, that part of town isn't for me. Maybe this city isn't for me. Um, but also knowing that it's not linear. I thought I was going to be in LA the rest of my life, and when I felt something kind of start to change, I, I followed my heart. So I would say, do your homework, uh, listen to yourself, but then, like you said, um, ultimately you got to just be down to send it. You got to have, you know, whatever you need lined up, whether it's a job, some savings, some family, whatever it is. Get your get your ducks in a row and, and just get out there. You know, it's like we've said a lot tonight. Life's too short to wait around. So I think it's important to do that. I think it's important to. Have a homie if you can, a significant other, family, whatever it is, makes the land out there a little bit easier. But also, don't let that you know be the end all be all. If you got to go be you know by yourself in a new city, it's it's important to do. Um, And hit your homies up, ask them for a job, ask them to connect you, whatever it is. That's uh, another thing that I would say is just yeah, be be confident in your connections and and don't be afraid to use them.
2: Well, cheers to that, bro, and cheers to you finally having having me on, having a conversation, bro, and
1: doing the whole thing. What do you got?
3: Uh, That conversation really inspired me. So let me take this mic and let me call my shot right here. I'm calling the shot for Danny Ball. You listening, bro? Yes. I'm calling the shot. Danny Ball will one day be known as the greatest designer and DJ that this world has ever seen. This wow. guy wow. does trench work that nobody knows about. He works harder than anybody else. He's been locked in since the moment I hated him in high school basketball. <laughs> and I have to admit that his ability to lock in during a game inspired me to stay locked in. And I wanted to kill him. We wanted. To win, but now we formed a best friendship out of that, being locked in together on opposing teams. And if you really know this guy, you don't hear a lot from him because he's usually behind the scenes. But this guy's talent and his work ethic is off the charts. So I'm calling my shot right now because everything I say always comes true. The world's greatest designer and DJ. That one's kind of a secret for now. But you know what? We're going to put it out into the universe. Shout out Danny Ball. Everybody clap it up for Danny Ball. Wow.
4: We got
2: we got Thank one you. more here. Yona. Mr. Jonah. Hey. hey.
5: How do I follow that up, right?
2: Come on. Oh, you follow it up your own way, man. There's been what? On? One, two, three, four great interviews, bro. What's going you're, on? You're the nightcap. Here we go. Good to see If
5: you made it Hell this yeah, far. Baby. If you, made it, if you made it 30 minutes deep here, here we are, live at the bunker, any given fun day. Give it up for Joey Haas, everybody. Oh, come on. Please, please, Let's hear I'll it. Holding hard. it down. Hard. Please. Holding it down here, solo show, but luckily the gang is here to fill it in. This is a fam show. Mm, I have a question for you. Whoa. So, Whoa. I, I know a lot of us want to know, really, Oh shit. What's, what does what any given fun
2: day mean? Well, I mean, if you want to put it like that, Jonah, I mean, that's a that's a huge question to ask. But, like, there was a, there was a great movie, right? A, a movie back in the day. It was called Any Given Sunday. Mm. Right? A, what re- year did that come out? Ooh, Jonah, what, don't what, do what that to me. I Is think it's about 1999. 99? Right? Somewhere okay. right around there. And it okay. was a great movie called Any Given Sunday.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Right? And I was just going through names and going through names and, and, and just... I feel like it, it combined the perfect sports and just good time into one, right? And I feel like that is what our show is. It's it's sports, right? And if you really want to hear the sports, you know, tune into the other show. But, like, the fun times, and, right, I, wanted, I want people to want to listen to this show and know what, what it's like to be a dude in your 20s and to start with absolutely nothing and to try and make a show and and, and have these people grow Mm. with you and have fun and laugh and get fucked up Mm. on the show and, you know, throw out those stupid-ass sports stakes that you have with your boys when it's 1130 at night on a Friday and you're both, you know, whatever, you smoked, you drank, whatever it is, and you're just sitting there and you're like, yo, bro, how cool, like, you know, you're watching the game (laughs) and Mm. somebody hits a huge shot or whatever Mm. and you're just, I wanted I wanted that, right? So I had to come up with the, all right, the Any Given Sunday, a crazy uh, a historical sports movie, and then you you just change one letter, and it changes the whole dimension of the show, right?
5: But you know what? It doesn't change.
2: What does not change?
5: Some some meaningful quotes that I have picked out from the 1999 film. Any given 1999, 1999. You are oh, absolutely shit. correct. I fact checked you before I even asked you, so we know it came out in 1999, and I mean, starring legendary Al Pacino. Al Pacino, legendary Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Come on. Now, there's a quote here that I think really really resonates with me, and I think it resonates with potentially a lot of people. What do you got? Al Pacino says this, not I. Not I. Al Pacino <laughs> says, on any given Sunday, you're going to win or you're going to lose. That one the, hurt. The point is, can you win or lose like a man, like Billy Floyd? Like Billy Floyd.
2: <laughs> I thought about him when I made this show. I did. I thought about Billy. I was like, you know what? I'm going to have to. That quote right there is going to resemble our show, and it's Billy Floyd. There we go. Picture Boy,
5: can we, get, can we get Billy Floyd merch on Any Given fun? I get his face, Absolutely. win or lose. Oh, my God. At least I'm Billy Floyd. That would be golden. A Billy
2: Floyd merch on Any Given fun.
5: Yeah, why not? <laughs> we'll talk about like cross collab there. Oh, my there. God.
2: That'd be great. You what else do we lose? got? So i
5: We've got a couple more here.
2: Ooh, this is a great one. This okay. I want you to read this classic. one. Do you want me to read it with anything, or just read it like a? Yeah.
5: That's
2: what a leader's about: sacrifice. The times he's got to sacrifice because he's got to lead by example, not by fear and not by self-pity. What a classic quote! What I mean, a quote! That's what that's what a leader's about, right? Like that. It, what a good movie! Just. Gonna, I, I think, think I'm really gonna have to go back.
5: I think I'm gonna go back and have to watch that movie again.
2: I, I would hope it's, it's been. I a actually minute. did. So like when I when I first did it, because I, I really didn't watch the movie. I I mean it came out when I was a year old, and what what were you two years old? Uh, something like that. Yeah, yeah, it was it was very young. Uh, well, we were very young, mm-hmm. and um, I, I I had no idea. I was like, all right, well, if I'm gonna name my show, kind of as a playoff off words with it, I gotta I gotta do something, right? I gotta have something.
5: Yeah, you know, actually, Danny, Danny has a long list of of films that he's watching. What is he doing a, uh, a hundred films in a year? So that's what three sixty five divided by a hundred. I mean, you're you're like one or two a week, ten a month. That's pretty sick. There we go. Okay, ten a month. Cool. Cool. Okay, so, is this on the list, Danny? It is now. It is now. Okay, it's Good. on the list. Good. It's Al on the list. is
2: a fucking classic. Yeah, he's a dirty dog.
5: So, so, so last quote, you know, right. we'll, we'll wrap it up with the quotes, but I mean, this one's super, super, super simple. No intensity, no victory. Oh, that is, if, if that
2: describes Ray Osterhout in four words, that is Ray. That is literally, if you, if you put a picture of Ray sweating,
5: which doing, I'm sure he is right now, I'm sure he's oh, sweating. I'm oh, sure probably, it's getting intense. Probably sweating
2: through his toes probably mm-hmm. in his bed right now, if we mm-hmm. had to be uh, true with it. But um, yeah, I mean, that's 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 truth, right? It, and that 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 resonates with everything, right? I mean, you could be you could be betting, you could be living life, whatever it so, is. So
5: speaking of bets, uh, have you looked at the spread for for the Kentucky Derby? Because I know oh, I've if watched, we, I've, I've, I've I've dabbled. I, I know. Okay. I, oh yeah. Okay. You you know, know, it's, I, it's I don't know if time. you want to like give any any tips because I I hear apparently you come to the Derby party, yeah. you're going to be automatically entered. You get to pick a horse. And if you pick the right horse that wins the Kentucky yes, Derby, you yes. get a free year of Miller Lite. Absolutely. So I don't know. I don't know if you've looked at the spread. If you know the horses, if you can give I, any inside tips some, or anything. You know,
2: I want to save it because if uh-huh. people show up here and and you know everybody, that's that's the incentive to come here. Mm-hmm. All right? you want tips? You want good stuff? Well, first of all, Back Nine is going to have some good tips for you. I'm okay. sure. I'm sure he'll. Once, once a couple drinks are in him, he's going to say something mm. that, uh, that you're going to want to tell. You're mm. going to want to follow that bet.
4: Mm. Let's hear
2: it. What do you got?
4: The seven horse straight up. I have no idea who it is, but number seven.
2: There not, you go. Not the
4: nine? Number nine coming in second.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Number nine. Number nine coming in second. Nah, no, it's a smart play, though. You would think he wants to say number nine first, mm-hmm. but he's going to go number seven first, mm-hmm. number nine second. So
4: what he's basically saying is he's giving you the first two horses so you can make more money on your bet. But with my betting luck recently, it's going to be the nine that wins because fuck me, right? That's all right. That's- all right. What is this? A pity party?
5: <laughs> all right. So, yeah. So, a lot to expect for this derby party. We got DJ Hollywood here oh, throwing, it's gonna down, be great. throwing down the music. What else can we expect? What are you looking forward to this This What Saturday, am I looking forward to?
2: I'm looking forward to, to hanging out with everybody, man. That's all. Just like, you know, getting together, having fun, drinking a couple beers, but just like letting loose with everybody, right? Like, You know, you know, we all know in this room how hard we work, right? So it's cool to sometimes take a step back and celebrate your victories and be like, yeah, this is fucking awesome. You know, we're all together and, you know, we all do different stuff during the week. We all do, you know, whatever it is. But it's cool to have a a designated time. We're all going to get together. We're going to have fun. We're going to create a good memory. And like Jack said earlier, hopefully make it a tradition too, right? To get out here, to have fun, to interact with the fans. And like, it's cool. It's different. It's fun. And the main thing, bro, I think is being able to, to show like some of the cool things like Jack said too. this guy's all over it, but like it's an upstate place. It was created here in upstate and like that is that's something that I think we can all hold pretty, you know, near and dear to our hearts too. Right. So celebrate it in a place that's homegrown mm-hmm. and then see where it goes. And the
5: bunker, I mean, homegrown. They're also growing. growing. I mean, Clifton Park. Oh, They're everywhere, dude. You know, gilderland We got one coming up in, in East Greenbush. Saratoga. Saratoga. So, I they, mean, they showed, be on the lookout uh, for the Bunker, what, what and they if you, you want to get a few for it. What was that?
2: They put one on their story today. It was, mm-hmm. uh, oh, where where was it? New Hartford. New Hartford. Yeah, they're going everywhere, bro. They're going everywhere.
5: Wow, okay. Okay, so, so certainly homegrown and growing the I'm Bunker. Very excited. May 7th, Derby Party, free year of Miller Lights. Tickets are live, right? You can get tickets today.
2: Oh, um, tickets are absolutely live. There we link, go. In the, uh, link in our bio. There it is. Um Jonah. So uh, you did a great job of just, you know, you you could be a good host.
5: Thank you. You could be. Thank you. I, I you know, I stay behind the scenes. Oh, hey, don't give too much away. I like to see, you know, others on stage succeeding and, and really kind of putting other people in a position where they're able to succeed and they're able to rise to the top. And, uh, you know, that's really what 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 drives me and motivates me. But, you know, anytime I have the opportunity here and there to, to hop on and support, You know, any given fun day or back nine or, you know, staying locked in is something that's always, always, you know, top of mind. So that
2: was pretty in. I'm happy to be here.
5: And, uh, yeah, who knows? Maybe one day, you know, I'll be a little bit more in front of the scenes, have a podcast of, uh, of my own. But for now, I'm really happy to support in any given fun day. And, and I also actually, I want to, I want to call you out on something. So oh, we fuck? had, we had an awesome Bonnie experience in Atlantic city. We okay. went, you know, for those who haven't seen we went two days deep in Atlantic city, uh, last month in, or a couple months ago in March. Really? Yeah. Um, you know, like right before, right before everything kind of kicked off, but you know, before the trip, you know, I pitched, Hey, you could be in any given city. Could be. So we did, Atlantic City. Give me, give me a city. Maybe it's an upstate New York the capital region. Maybe it's Seattle. Anywhere, but where would you love to do in an any given city adventure? Maybe it's going two days deep. Maybe it's more than that. Yeah, uh, you know, my thing
2: is, I you know, you want to get the glitz and the glamour, right? Like people were expecting me to say California, Florida, right, Miami, like these big glitzy glamour. Put me in the trenches somewhere. Put me in the trenches somewhere where it's like very low key. Okay. That's where I want to go. Okay. In the trenches, low key. Wyoming.
5: A little Casper, Wyoming. You know,
2: you know what I think could be a really fun one would be <laughs> like, uh, like Chicago. I feel Chicago. like Chicago could be mm. a really interesting, mm. um, I feel like, that, you know, there's a lot of cool places that you don't have to go too far to see and I want to I highlight those. Right, the, the spots that aren't the mainstream spots. I feel like Philadelphia could be a really cool mm. place, maybe somewhere in Philly. Um, what about Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. there. about Albany? Albany? You spent some time in Albany. We, I've, I've been to Albany a few times, and mm-hmm. I have nothing but good to say about it. Good. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I think that could be really fun. Mm-hmm. I, I love the idea. And that's and that's where I wanted to take this conversation. God damn mm-hmm. it, Jonas. Stop being the host of the show. Uh, All right? Stop someone it. Has, someone has to do stop it. Stop it, dude. Uh-huh. Wow!
4: Oh, and a dad. Jeez. Oh,
2: but Jonah, one thing that I think is 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 very unique about you, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you know, and Jack, and, and and the people that are that can do both, but but like to stay behind the scenes too as well, is mm-hmm. um, just like that uh, the the artistic kind of creative feel that you guys both have, and um, you know, when when was that first time for you, bro, where you were like. It's been something that's been on my mind, so now's the time to, to ask it, right? We have headphones and a mic. Mm-hmm. When was that like first time for you where were you just like had whatever light turned on in your head or whatever and you're like, Holy fuck, like I I just think I think different than people and like that is that's my thing. Like it's it's like I, I just I'm a little different and uh yeah, you know, I have that creative thing that people yeah. always talk about.
5: Yeah, you know, a great question. And I'll it goes it goes back you know, many, many years where I was always frustrated because I was never able to put really a pen to paper and like draw. Like I miss I don't have but what I do is I have I have it in my mind, right? I'm able to oh, kind of see do. something, right? But I'm not always able to actually get that out and have that thought or idea or that image or that vision translate, you know, through a pen and paper. So I was always always super frustrated by that and I'd see other people, you know, really artistically inclined and um you know, that was definitely frustrating for a long time um, until I realized that that doesn't really define you as as an artist or as a creator is your ability to put a pen to paper and to draw have pastels or oil paint and watercolor and everything like that. So once I kind of understood that there are many, many forms of creativity and that shines through so many different uh, mediums, that really opened me up and, and uh, allowed me to kind of explore, well, what am I passionate about? Right. And like looking at what you're passionate about and applying that passion and then finding that sense of creativity and kind of fitting those pieces together. together. The best things come from multiple ideas, multiple rhythms and passions coming together to create something unique and different. And of course, like seeing what other people do. And I know everybody in this room, we all draw a great amount of inspiration from each other and from what we oh, all do really sure. well and what we you know, don't do so well. And we all kind of see you know, what everyone else is doing in the room and, and take something unique and special from that and put your own spin and flavor on it. So I think it really this is the best things come from, from combining uh, multiple ideas and then you can create something fucking special. So this isn't ESPN. I can curse, right?
2: Oh uh, no, okay. this isn't ESPN. Absolutely oh, not. Good, no. So. but uh, no, nah, dude. I just you know sometimes th- people that aren't in on the camera right all the time, they don't get that. They don't get that respect and appreciation and, and all the other kudos that come along with it. And, and you know, I want to be the guy to to give you that kudos and say you're the fucking man. Thank you, right? And and you uh, and everything that you do and everything that you're involved in. Um, you know you're you're the man bro, and uh you know great job great job bro it. and you know sometimes sometimes you don't get enough of that thank you thank and there's you. and there's a dude over there clapping too hey, hey, that that deserves claps. a lot of it too man and and you know we're here at the bunker and, and and none of this would have been possible right if it weren't for for Jack too and Jack and Taylor and two buttons deep and uh you know i I'm very grateful for you over there too man and uh you know what you guys do is 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 insane and and creative and crazy and you know, I'm just, I'm just glad to say I'm a part of the ride of this. Uh, so, you know. You know what's crazy? What?
5: May 7th. Oh, that's going to be crazy. We have a Kentucky Derby party here from 4 o'clock oh, to oh, when? Shit. How late are we going? 8
0: o'clock at least.
5: Four, 4 to 8 at least. And then a nightcap. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? We'll, we'll know. be in Clifton Park. You know, who There's knows? There's a couple of biker bars here. out here,
2: right? I, hey, mm-hmm. hey, you guys know better mm-hmm. than anybody that, that, mm-hmm. where we can go out here. But, mm-hmm. you know, just to cap this, I mean, what a great show! I mean, and, and just one more time, I'm very thankful for you guys and everything that you do. And, uh, you know, sometimes I don't get the medium to say it or the platform to say it. So thank you to you guys. And thank you to everybody else who's here. Brian's probably taking a shit or something, but like wherever he he is,
5: Brian didn't make it this far. Brian, (laughs) Brian was starting to itch. So he needed
2: more, he needed another beer, uh, preferably a metal light, but, uh, Mm -hmm. very different podcast than what we usually do. And, um, you know, it's very good to have fun and get out of your, get out of your, uh, you know, your little, um your normal kind of jive and, and and switch something up. So I'm thankful for you guys. I'm thankful for the bunker, the presenting sponsor here of any given fun day. And uh, fellas, appreciate you. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, make sure and you never forget, to let the fun days roll. Hey!